Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. How are you enjoying church right now? Uh, We're in the middle of a uh, global pandemic and churches across America, even around the world, are trying to find new ways, different ways uh, to gather, to worship, to study God's word, and uh, trying to sort out uh, really in this crazy situation uh, what what we should do as a church. Today on the Scent Life podcast, we're going to explore a very viable, very unique uh, type of church. So join in. Thank you for being here. We're going to talk about house churches and the difference they can make in your community. So hey there, welcome to The Scent Life. My name is Scott Hildreth. I am the director of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And we appreciate you joining in today to our podcast. Uh, The Scent Life is a podcast where we explore uh, elements about God's mission, God as a missionary God, and we are his missionary people. We're exploring what that means uh, to be on mission with God. Today, I'm here in our uh, offices with our sound engineer, Nathan, is with us today. Nathan, welcome to The Scent Life. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you getting on this side of the microphone uh, to talk with us about this amazing uh, topic today. Uh, You know, today we're going to talk about a model of church that for many people is becoming more common, really talk Mm -hmm. about doing house church as we deal with the COVID pandemic and people's concerns about large groups of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've got some, some years of experience doing house church as well. Right. Yeah, I used to be a house church leader, actually a secret one in Iran for more than 10 years. Okay. And now I'm working with these house churches, not only in Iran, but now I have a house church in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nathan and I both uh, attend the Summit Church in the Raleigh-Durham area. And one of our uh, responses as a church to the, uh, to the COVID pandemic has been to explore using a house church model as a way of worship and discipleship and Bible study. So Nathan is part of my uh, small group. So we want to really deal with this matter of house church, Mm -hmm. Um, home gatherings. uh, It takes a lot of different forms and fashions. So what we're doing today, we're not prescribing one form of of home church or house church. We're not prescribing one method of doing this. Yes, There are a lot of different ways, right? I mean, if you're like where you were in Iran, sometimes the house church is an independent, autonomous Mm -hmm. group. There can be home gatherings that are connected to a larger body like we are exploring in our church. Um, But house churches are not new, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we find them in the Bible. Definitely. So... Uh, and then we find them around the world in, in areas of persecution, sometimes in areas of economic uh, issues, and then now in a pandemic. So, Nathan, mm-hmm. can you just give us a quick, for those who don't have any real experience with house church, if you were going to pull back the curtain, open the door, and let someone look into a house church, mm-hmm. what would it look like? If I want to give a very simple definition of a house church, house church is a number of believers that get together in a house, for sure, Sure. it's a house church, or it can be anywhere, not only in a house, and they are the church. Mm. So not the building, not the house, so we are the church. 
So if you cannot go to a building church uh, for any reason, mm-hmm. COVID-19, or if you are in a close country like Iran, sure. you can get together three or four or five or mm-hmm. ten and then have a church. Yeah. Today I'm going to share with you my experiences. Sure. That how I enjoyed it right. and how we started it and also how we can learn from those experiences Good. to have our house churches in an open country. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So our goal today, really, for those of you who are listening, is to do a couple of things for you. We want to, first of all, kind of pull back the curtain. What is this thing that is house church? And uh, so you can look at it, see what it is. We also want to give some tips and Mm -hmm. some real handles on how you might explore this as a worship uh, opportunity, as a church opportunity. And as Nathan said, if you are uh, in a persecuted area, maybe we have listeners. We know we have listeners from around the world. If you're in an area where gathering in a large group of people is dangerous, then perhaps a house church is a good alternative for you. Uh, We have missionaries who are listening, who are called to do uh, church planting in different places, and this may be an alternative, an opportunity. And then for those who are in the United States, if you're in a church like ours who is seeking to employ a model like this, this may be instructional and encouragement for you uh, here. So we have a whole lot of a whole lot of targets, but really one goal, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Let's talk about the experience of a house church and uh, how we can prepare ourselves and prepare people. So, Nathan, what is your experience as a member, as a leader of a house church? In a, you were in a persecuted context, but it's not necessary mm-hmm. that you were there. But talk to us about your experience in as a house church leader and as, as a member of house churches. Sure. These are some uh, steps that I took and really blessed me and sure. helped me to start a house yeah. church. First of all is preparation. Mm-hmm. We need to prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. First of all, we need to pray about it and find out if it's our calling. Sure. If it's not your calling to start a house church, that's fine. You can teach. You sure. can preach. You can serve in any mm-hmm. other way. But if you are um, sure that it's your calling, pray about it mm. and also equip yourself because it's not a matter of starting a company. It is a serious spiritual thing. It's Good. a spiritual war. Yeah. So the darkness kingdom is not happy about it if you decide to start a house church. That's good. For sure, it is serious. So you need to pray. Mm-hmm. You need to equip yourself. Not only prayer, you need to equip yourself with the Word of God, mm-hmm. with theology, with missiology. You mm-hmm. need to study about house churches, mm-hmm. about discipleship, how you can make disciples. And then do not do it alone. Okay. Mark chapter 6, verse 7. And he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two. And he gave them authority over the unclean spirits. Mm -hmm. If you don't have enough experience, Mm -hmm. do not risk it. Okay. Have someone beside you. It can be your pastor. Mm -hmm. It can be your mentor, your teacher. Someone that you always have available to ask questions. Because for sure, you're going to have challenges. Sure. We are called to do it together. Sure. We are a family. Yeah, you're a body, right? So exactly. This group together is a body. And just like in Paul says in 1 Corinthians, we can't all be an eye, we can't all be an ear. Exactly. Uh, we have all these body parts. And the leader of a house church or the leaders in a house church, you're going to deal with people. People have mm-hmm. problems, sin problems, family exactly. problems, economic, financial problems, marriage problems, sickness. It's going to require groups of people working together. Exactly. So when we're in a house church, we are gathering together, we pray together, study the Bible together, uh, fellowship together, minister to one another. So in many ways, worship. Mm -hmm. So the same types of things we do in a big gathering, Mm -hmm. we can do in a small gathering. And so this is uh, this is an exciting opportunity. Exactly. Uh, so as you 
talk about your experience as a house church in house churches. You actually have two types of experiences right now, yeah. don't you? I mean, you have the one where you were inside mm-hmm. of a persecuted country, you were leading a house church, but now you actually have an involvement yep. in a house church process using technology yeah. as well. So talk to us about the two different mm-hmm. types of house church leadership you've had the opportunity to provide. Sure, sure. When I was in Iran, I, I was in actual secret house churches, but now I'm training people through internet. Right. We have an online church with my wife on every Sunday broadcasting our uh, church service directly to Iran, Afghanistan, and all over the world, and the people can tune in and sure. worship with us. And you and do I, it in Persian. Yes, I do it in, in Persian, in Farsi, my native language. We can reach all these people, and they are refugees mm-hmm. in Turkey, in other parts of the world that sure. they speak in Farsi language right. that we can reach. And even Muslim people, mm-hmm. because we are online, they are curious about it. And they are asking questions, who is this Jesus that right. you are talking about? It was a different person wow. <laughs> that wow. we used to read in Quran or right. and other questions. So it's a blessing that we can use as a church, this technology, even here in the United States, yeah. now that we are experiencing a pandemic, to to bless the church and to still be the church. Right. So if we can't get together in a huge building, that's fine. We can get together in small groups in a safe way. And also, and even if, like a couple of weeks ago, that even we couldn't get together in a small group, sure. we can be online and mm-hmm. still be the church yeah. and still impact our societies and still grow and still follow the principles of the Great Commission. So I really encourage our students and our church members, mm-hmm. use the technology mm-hmm. to be a blessing in your societies because we know social media and technology also sure. have their negative sides. That's right. But God has blessed us with these technologies and platforms so that we can use it, mm. especially uh, we know at end times, everything is going to be faster and faster. <laughs> right. But So it's a great opportunity for church right. to broadcast and to send all these teaching materials. Even we have listeners and viewers from small villages and towns in Iran and in other countries. Mm-hmm. So it's great. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And now really, you have some people who listen by themselves, mm-hmm. but your real goal is that you... Uh, you lead in worship. Mm-hmm. You you guys do music, yep. and then you do teaching. Mm-hmm. You preach every week yep. uh, on the internet. And your real goal is that a group of people is in a home or park or restaurant, mm-hmm. and they're all participating exactly. together as a church. And you're leading them virtually. Is that exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. So what we do, we encourage people to get together, and especially in close countries, we encourage them to start with their trusted family members mm-hmm. and friends. They don't have to invite strangers. Sure. That's Get, because of persecution. In exactly. America, we don't have that problem. Exactly. You, you can invite any, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, not anyone, but, sure, you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're blessed to be free here. Right. But we encourage to get together and be house church in their homes, mm-hmm. in their places. And if they don't have a pastor or a teacher, that's fine. We can be that person okay. online for them. Gotcha. So in this way, they can use the technology to grow even if they don't have any pastor or teacher. Okay. So that's the blessing that I'm talking about. So that's the way that we can help this 
house church movement to grow and expand. Very good. And we are using the technology to uh, reach that goal. Very good. Yeah, thanks for that. So we want to take a break right now. And uh, when we come back after the break, we want to talk about some building blocks for a healthy house church. What are some real practical things uh, that, that you can do to use technology or the opportunities afforded to you uh, to start a, uh, a healthy house church? So that'll be what we'll, we will deal with after the break. So this episode of the Scent Life podcast is brought to you by Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, We are back in session. Uh, After months of of not being in session, school is in. Students are on campus at Southeastern uh, in our college, uh, graduate students who are studying together. Southeastern is a great commission seminary. Uh, we, We exist for the purpose of equipping our students to serve the church and to fulfill the Great Commission. I would encourage you, if you have any interest in uh, theological studies, uh, from the bachelor's level through the master's level, graduate, uh, postgraduate level, uh, join us at Southeastern Seminary. Consider studying here with us. If you have a vision uh, for missions for God's world, Southeastern Seminary is the place uh, for you to come. You can look us up online at sebts. Edu, Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, uh, sebts.edu. We look forward to hearing from you. And again, uh, thanks for joining into The Scent Life. So welcome back. We're here again with uh, Nathan, our technology uh, engineer, our podcast engineer, who normally is on the backside of the, uh, the the podcast, but now he's behind the microphone talking with us about house churches. Uh, if you were here with us before the break, uh, you heard Nathan talking about his experience as a, a leader in house churches, in the underground house church movement uh, in Iran. Now he also uh, is deeply involved in house churches uh, using technology uh, to start house churches. Uh, and Nathan is a part of my small group through the Summit Church here in uh, Raleigh. And so we have participated together uh, in a in a type of house church, and we will continue to do that. So Nathan, thanks for being with us today. Sure. My pleasure. It's been a great conversation thus far. So we've talked about kind of what house churches are, mm-hmm. people gathered together, praying together, worshiping together, ministering together, committed to one another, different types of house churches, autonomous house churches, house yeah. churches that are connected perhaps with a larger organization mm-hmm. or larger uh, system. We've talked about the need for house churches, persecution, yep. or even COVID-19 exactly. creating a need. As we think about doing this, as one who has experience in the house church movement, Nathan, what would you say are some necessary mm-hmm. building blocks mm-hmm. for a healthy house church? In other words, for people who are listening who want to try this, yeah. um, maybe they are, their church is saying start a house group, mm-hmm. a house church, Maybe they're students, yeah. and they want to, to, to attempt this, missionaries, or people listening in the persecuted sure. uh, world. What are some things that you say, okay, these are some necessary building blocks sure. to develop a healthy house church? Sure. These are the building blocks that really helped me in mm-hmm. this ministry. I really would like to 
mention working on relationships first. Okay. Because starting a house church is not a school assignment. Okay. It's real life, and it's about a family. Mm. So we need to help people to feel that they are family. Okay. They are family members, our family members. So you need to help people experience your love for them, your care for mm-hmm. them, and also, most importantly, God's love for them by getting together, praying with each other, even have fun with each other. Right. So invest a lot of time and energy in this side of this ministry. Yeah, the relationships. Relationships. Yeah. So yeah. build up great and healthy relationships with your members, good. with your house church members. That's good. And then second, healthy house church. It's not different from a building church. Mm. It, it is still a church. Right. So we need to have worship. Yep. We need to have great teaching mm-hmm. from uh, the Word of God. We have to have fellowship. Mm-hmm. We need to have service. Mm-hmm. And we need to have evangelism. Mm-hmm. So I always encourage people that even if you are in a house church, you That's are good. still the church. That's good. So in order to be healthy, you need to worship together. Mm-hmm. You need to have solid teaching. Mm-hmm. You need to have fellowship with each other, even service. And even on the online side, people uh-huh. ask me how you have the service. Yeah. Okay, I am not with them, but mm-hmm. I, I can encourage them Good. to have this service yeah. in their societies mm-hmm. between their friends and families. So we have the service even in online churches. Good. But we're talking about house churches mm-hmm. now. And also evangelism. Mm-hmm. So encourage your house church members to share the gospel mm-hmm. in their neighborhoods. Yeah. And it helps you to have a healthy church and also it helps you to multiply your house churches and another building block that really helped me actually Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that it can help everyone to have a systematic discipleship course that you can follow that's good so you have book one to book 12 sure and you know what what are your teaching sure so I really encourage our friends that uh, wants to start a house church to have a systematic course that mm-hmm. help you go from point A to point Z. Right. And you know, Nathan, you've just talked about you just in the last two building blocks, mm-hmm. you've just hit on really two of the criticisms that some people have about mm-hmm. house churches. Mm-hmm. One is that they, if we're not careful, house churches can become very self-focused. It's mm-hmm. my group, my small, my. 8, 10, 12 uh-huh. people, 15 people meeting, 20 people meeting in my home. Yeah. But you've just said, no, your house church, a healthy building block is reaching out, service, exactly. evangelism. So that's a necessary component. Yeah. The other is that some people are concerned that it, there's no there's no structure, that exactly. there's no plan. It's mm-hmm. we just get together, do whatever we feel like doing, yeah. and, you know, as if it's real loose system but you've just said no it's about discipleship if we're teaching people to walk with jesus this is the setting we do it and that requires a plan it requires thinking it's not just showing up and everybody talking about Mm -hmm. how was your week and Mm -hmm. how does this bible verse make you feel there's actually a strategy and a plan for discipleship exactly because if you don't have a strategy and a plan you cannot grow you cannot multiply your house church good another building block uh, be a visionary leader. Okay. And as you make disciples, mm-hmm. look for the potential future church leaders. Good. So you have some people in your group that they have this potential to be a leader in future. Yep. And we need to invest in them. Yep. Invest time and energy and help them to grow because mm-hmm. this is not my group for, for good. That's right. And the next building block, again, is a plan. You need to do it with them and let them watch first. Okay. 
I'm talking about those potential leaders, sure. especially about right. them. But so we're talking about multiplication. Exactly. Yeah. How to multiply your uh -huh. group. You need to uh, do it and let them watch mm -hmm. and just be the teacher. Sure. And then it's not enough. Mm -hmm. You need to do it with them. Okay. So start another small group. Uh -huh. and, and now here evangelism matter. Mm -hmm. Because when your church members go out mm. and share the gospel, now they have new members. And you don't have to bring all those new members in the same group. That's a good point. And now you have a couple of potential leaders mm -hmm. that you are growing. Right. And let's say, okay, John, Mary, let's invite those new people to your place. Okay. And I will be with you. Good. And we serve them. Good. As a new house church. Sure. So now you're playing the role of a mentor. Here. Okay. And after that, when you train them, mm -hmm. and now you know they are ready to mm -hmm. start their own group and handle and lead their own group, yep. just let them do it and be the coaching leader Good. and supervise them and support them and pray for them. Good. And that's how you can multiply your house churches. And this is the exact thing that Jesus did. Sure. So it's not Nathan's or Samper's method. <laughs> <laughs> right. He did the exact thing with yep. disciples. And now, now we can see he trained 12 ordinary people that started a movement mm. that is still is growing. That's great, yeah. So we can trust this yeah. method. That's right. Robert Coleman's book, The Master Plan of Evangelism, lays this whole thing out, right? Exactly. So Jesus selected a group of people as leaders. He invested in these people. Uh, he modeled what yeah. they were to do. He did it with them. He did it for them. He did it with them. And then they did it and he watched and then he empowered them and sent them out. Exactly. This is what happens when a house church multiplies. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And so, yeah, and again, thanks for tuning into the podcast. We hope it's been helpful to you. The goal today is not to uh, to speak negatively about building churches. We both attend mm -hmm. a building church. In fact, the mega sure. church we attend. Sure. And we like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it is a model of church. Mm -hmm. uh, house church is another model of church. And now in this COVID-19 pandemic, maybe it's a model that people mm -hmm. should consider learning about, investing in, and trying mm -hmm. um, because it does. It lowers the bar a little bit for leadership. Mm -hmm. the, you know, you ha Everybody has a house or an apartment. Yeah. Uh, you can meet under a tree. You can meet in a park. There are all kinds of places that you exactly, can meet exactly. uh, as a group. Yeah. So our encouragement to you, uh, listeners, is to uh, learn to lean in, to take advantage of uh, all that God has put in front of us. This moment in our country's history, this moment in our world, hasn't caught our God off guard. He is a missionary God. Amen. We are his missionary people. Uh, he has called us to make disciples of all nations, and no one can stop that from happening. My, my pastor famously says that you can't quarantine the Great Commission. Uh, mm -hmm. It is still happening, and house churches may be a model, or home home churches, home gatherings may be a model that we can reproduce this, whether in person, using technology, many different modes and styles. Mm -hmm. But uh, our encouragement today uh, is to really lean into uh, some of the how-to practical elements of creating home worship, home church environments. Nathan, would you do me a favor? Would you close us in prayer sure. uh, as we uh, ask God's blessing on those who are listening uh, and as always, if there's any way that we can serve you, any topics that you have you'd like us to discuss, or uh, if you have questions about house church and home, home church gatherings that we could answer for you, we'd be happy to do that. Feel free to reach out to us through our social media uh, or, or, or email. So Nathan, would you pray for us? Sure. Thank you. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity that we can talk about your church. 
talk about house churches and talk about this movement that you started it. And Lord, I pray that you will bless all our brothers and sisters, especially the ones who are praying about starting a house church. Bless them, Lord. Encourage them, Lord. Protect them, Lord. And even I pray for uh, my brothers and sisters in close countries that they are in secret house churches. Lord, we pray that you would protect them, you would encourage them, and help us all to uh, focus on the Great Commission and be faithful. And uh, thank you so much, Lord, because you are with us forever and ever. We worship you, we love you, and we ask all these in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. 